Antichrist is a horror film released in 2009 and directed by Lars von Trier. Antichrist tells the story of a married couple who get away to a cabin in the woods after the death of their child. The movie is available on Tubi. At your own risk, consider watching the movie before joining us for the discussion portion of the show. Spoiler alerts are ahead. The film is broken down in chapters, starting with the prologue, which sees an unnamed married couple having sex while their son Nick climbs a window and falls to his death. The first chapter is titled Grief. The mother spends a month in the hospital stricken with grief. Her psychiatrist husband suggests to go on a retreat to the cabin in the woods as she admits that she is afraid of nature. During the hike, the husband sees a deer with her stillborn baby hanging out of her. Chapter 2. Pain. Chaos reigns shows the husband fighting pictures of Nick at the same cabin. In a flashback, it is shown that Nick and his mother visited the cabin during the summer as the mother was writing a thesis. During an exercise to lessen her fear of nature, the husband encounters a bleeding fox missing its organs. The fox tells him, Chaos reigns. Chapter 3 is titled Despair. The husband finds his wife's thesis and states all women are evil. He finds an autopsy of their son that reveals their son had a foot deformity. He looks at the pictures of Nick and realizes his wife had always placed his shoes incorrectly, causing his deformity, believing that he will leave her. The wife attacks him by smashing a block on his head. She also drills a hole in his leg and bolts a stone through it. The husband escapes the cabin and hides in a hole, but is found by his wife after a crow inside the hole makes too much noise. Chapter 4 The Three Beggars begins with the wife feeling sorry for her husband, so she drags him back to the cabin. A flashback reveals that the wife saw Nick falling to his death but did nothing. Using a pair of scissors, she cuts off her clitoris as the three beggars, the deer, crow, and fox, enter the cabin. The husband manages to find a wrench under the floorboard and is able to remove the stone. He strangles her to death and sets the cabin on fire. The film ends with the epilogue. As the husband is on a hill and sees numerous women walking towards him as the three beggars look on. You know... I know the name of this podcast is called Beer in a Movie with the Side Boys. But I think I'm going to need something a little stronger after getting through that fucking movie, bro. <laughs> yeah, right? That was an uncomfortable watch, man. Oh, yeah, Ooh. it was. I remember the first time watching this shit, and I remember feeling disgusted looking at a pair of scissors. <sighs> and looking at it after rewatching it, bro, I it didn't take me a while to look at another pair of scissors again after watching that one. Yeah, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fucked up. And so with that, let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. And welcome, everybody, to episode number 15. Mm. Quinceanera, brother? Yeah. 15 episodes of Beer in a Movie with the We Side Boys. We're your host, Fantastic as always. I'm Ticket the Dominator. And I'm Danny. Holy shit, brother. Antichrist. 
Holy shit. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you on that one. Yes. There are movies that make you say, what the fuck? I think that's like what, what this podcast is, right? These movies are there to make you say, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. But this one, especially like the last 30 minutes of this. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh. exactly. Yeah, I, I've been meaning to see this movie for a while also. And I finally got around to watching it for this podcast, of course. Bro, and I remember I watched the first time. And I remember when I was told about this, I was like, okay, it's not so bad. You yeah. Know? And then, holy shit, dude. As soon as we get into the, the crazy parts, it's like, damn, it picks up and it gets real tits right away. Yeah, I feel like a fucking cartoon where, like, <laughs> the first, like, hour and a half, it was just, like, you know, chill. And then all of a sudden, like, I spit my cornflakes out. It did, like, a double take. <laughs> When it fucking, you know, goes 180. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, brother. And we got, we'll go right into it, man. I know uh, we got a lot to say about the plot, the acting, yeah. all that good shit. Mm -hmm. But all of you should know by now that the discussion of this movie does not start without opening up some beer. So, brother, let her know what we got tonight. We got a strong one, right? Because we <sighs> needed a fucking strong one after this one. Let yes. them know what we got. Tonight, well, to combat the Antichrist, tonight we are drinking a beer from the Lost Abbey. And it is Judgment Day. 10.2%, I believe. Yes, sir. 10.2. We I told you, bro, we needed something strong. Yeah. To to combat that devil, right? So yeah, let me pour you this glass, brother. I didn't want to open this up because it has a cork on it. And mm. I didn't want it to shit anybody's fucking eye out. <laughs> yeah. So yep. let me pour your your glass. Here we go. Thank you, brother. And here we go. Okay. Thank you. As you mentioned before, it is a 10.2%. We needed something strong after this one. Doesn't smell like it. it smells very good. Uh, it says it has raisins. Yeah. It was brewed with raisins. So here we go, brother. Let's take a swig, yeah? Yes. Let's not waste any time. Cheers. Cheers, brother. A swig for the good men. Wow, this is nice, man. Well, again, again, at 10.2, you got to sip on this motherfucker, yeah. you know? This is dangerous. It yeah. uh, doesn't feel like a 10.2. No. It doesn't taste like it. The the raisins, man. Do you get to smell the raisins, man? Yeah, I do. You know, it kind of reminds yeah. me of like a rum raisin bread. Yes. That's, I get that. Fuck yes, dude. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm digging this, man. I mm -hmm. like this very much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, you're not going to, because these bottles are pretty big. So yeah. don't fucking, don't just down them. <laughs> Sip on this motherfucker. We're splitting a bottle because it's, it's that fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to do one bottle by yourself, then it's definitely a one and doneer. Yeah, make sure someone takes your keys away. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be driving on this shit at all. Even yeah. if you have even if you have a Zima, don't fucking drive after it. Mm. Take another swig, bro, before we get out to our shout out of the week and our okay. story time with Tiki segment. So another swig for the good man. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So here we go. Before we ponder off this ranking of this fucking fantastically strong beer. Our shout out of the week goes to one of my favorite people. She's been with us listening since day one, brother. Not day two, day one. To Consuelo Gonzalez, my great friend, a.k.a. Willow, a.k.a. Willow Williams, a.k.a. Manrica. Somewhere out there, I know you're doing the happy feet dance. Nice. <laughs> so cheers to you, cheers. Consuelo. You've been, you and your family have always been very kind to me. And you actually... You recommended me this movie to for us to review. But the thing is, I, I, I feel somewhat responsible for this, brother, because I'm the one that that uh, got her into a lot of these films. Like uh -huh. I, I had her I had her because we used to work together and we I had her watch Dogtooth. Okay. <laughs> a fucked up movie. Yeah. And like a number of movies. And I'll, and I'll say this about Consuelo, man. Like she 
she if you tell her to go watch a movie she will go out of her way and watch it Ooh. it's not like where like you know i'm guilty of this where you tell people like oh hey check out this movie and they're like oh yeah I'll check it out but of course they never fucking do yeah she will go out of her way and check out the movies man no matter what that's good and because uh like she always checks out the movies that I do it. I always check out the movies she recommends me. Mm -hmm. And one of the movies that we'll get into later on actually has Willem Dafoe. So we'll get into their other works later on as we go. Yeah. So cheers to Consuelo and the family. Much love to all of you. And uh, when I get my hands uh, on a bottle of horchata from the brewery, it's got your name on it. So cheers. Mm -hmm. And let's get into story time with Tiki, man. Because... I know uh, she's going to be laughing her ass off. I know about this because uh, Consuelo and I, we have the the odd distinction of almost running over, running over old ass people with our cars. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Everybody knows about my Wendy story. Yeah. We'll go into detail about hers, but she used to drive this big old brown van and she, uh, she almost fucking ran over someone out of their boots. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> she's rolling i know she's fucking laughing her ass off when mm -hmm. she's listening to this man so yeah i can't get into detail <laughs> details for this shit but okay and, and i'll say this too bro like you know that uh she gave me a nickname many years ago about the you know that uh the red box where you yeah, go in yeah you go rent movies yeah yep so she she gave me the name the red box because like i always go out of my way and tell people about movies uh -huh. so whenever she would go to the red box she would she told me that it would be cool if when she was like interested in one of them, uh, that the odds were that I always checked out the movie because I'm always watching movies. Uh -huh. She said it'd be cool if I, you could click on the movie and then my face would come up and either give a <laughs> thumbs up or a thumbs down. Yeah, ticket approved. Yeah, as as far as like, yeah, check this one out or nah. <laughs> so she dubbed me the red box. Mm. And I thought that was fucking hilarious. That's man. great. That's great. Yeah. And so again, Cotuelo, much love to you. Thank you so very much for... Um, Listening to us from day one, uh, much appreciated. Number one fan from Esco, you have our word. And cheers to you. Much love. And mwah. Cheers. Cheers. And before we get into the introduction of Antichrist, I just got to tell you that jellyfish are not made out of jelly. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. So, all right, let's get into it, brother. Well, let, let, let's review oh, the beer, right? right? Let's yeah. review the beer. Fuck. Top of the gun, dude. Yeah, yeah, because it's, <laughs> this fucking beer already got me fucked up, apparently, dude. Mm, yeah. So, what what do we got, brother? 10.2% beer. What do, you, what do you got to say about this? Mm, I'll have you go first this time. Thank you. So, fuck, it's very strong. However, it doesn't fucking taste strong or gives you that. No, not at all. Yeah, I think it's the raisins, definitely, mm -hmm. that gives you. And I just think because of the movie Antichrist, it's a perfect fucking a beer judgment mm -hmm. day mm -hmm. and out of five stars strong as fuck i'm gonna give it a nice fucking four out of five stars oh, man especially for it being strong as it is bro yeah this is fucking nice yeah. i very much enjoy this mm -hmm. um oof, lost dad fuck bro i think i heard that lost abby's closing down yeah i did too they were they found some hard times i know they were fuck. downsizing and then last i heard they closed their they closed their tap room there in San Marcos. Uh, that's horrible to hear, man. Because yeah. This is, uh, I've been a fan of theirs. Uh, I mentioned in previous episodes that I was a big fan of their Frambois. Mm, yes. Yeah. That mm -hmm. was a very good beer. Yep. I'm very much enjoying this. 
Uh, Devotion was another beer I yeah. had from them. That was I, it's on the lighter side, but I very much enjoyed it. I think I liked Red Barn too, right? That was the blonde. I believe. Never had that one. I like that one. That one was good. Very good. So, hey man, cheers to Lost Abbey. Fuck, I'm sorry to hear that they're going down, but man, hopefully they'll we, hang we, on. Yeah, hopefully, like they can at least like keep brewing the beer. That way, we can still uh, drink it up and mm-hmm. for all that. So, cheers to Lost Abbey. A nice four out of five for me. All cheers. Right. Yeah, that's funny. I guess great minds think alike because hmm. I also was going to give this a four out of five for me. Yeah. Um, hey, brother, I, I know we're agreeing a lot on these beers, man, but hey, man, great minds think alike. Yeah, you know, I think, um, as I've told people before that listen, we don't discuss our ratings beforehand. It's just kind of we surprise each other and we have a lot in common, right? So absolutely, our tastes are similar in a lot of ways. I mean, we differ in some parts, but mm-hmm. um, so it's really not a surprise yeah, man, you like you like sushi from the gas station, right? Now. <laughs> 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 yeah. Have you? Have you I, I think you've had it before, right, dude? <laughs> you know, I don't know if I've ever had sushi from. I wouldn't fucking dare, dude. I've had sushi from like Sprouts, but I mean, that's that's. Oh, little... that's pretty good, dude. Mm-hmm. I've had that too. Mm-hmm. The gas station, I don't know. There's there's very few. Th- I've eaten tuna from a gas station, which is probably Fuck almost as bad. That, dude. but uh, hey, I, man, hey, I gotta say this because everybody that's worked with me. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, well, not uh, at a certain place where I used to work at. Consuelo mm-hmm. used to work with me. She knows that there was a period of time, man, when I was I was pretty big. So I did I did everything in my power to fucking slim down. So yeah. what I would do is I used to eat tuna out of the can. Oh yeah. Every single fucking day for months and months and months on end. So for me, dude, tuna is something I will never touch again because I've I've been lucky to like slim down to where I'm at right now, uh-huh. and I don't need to eat fucking tuna out of the can anymore <laughs> but because of that dude no i will never fucking eat tuna. even even like the sh- if you go to subway uh-huh. and eat those like fucking unhealthy tuna subs uh-huh. i won't fucking do it mm. i still I, like I, it. I won't to fucking touch tuna ever again dude I'm, i've everybody knows how much i used to eat that shit all the time yeah and i killed so much of that population dude myself mm. <laughs> yeah oh by the way consuelo's sister i used to work at a at a subway so a shout out to Consuelo's sister, Ceci. Much love to you as well. I almost forgot. Uh, we used to share, like, uh, I used to give away movies to them, dude. Okay. I, actually, I actually gave them uh, a um, a copy of Incendies. Mm, okay. Yeah, and it was just like a giveaway. Mm-hmm. Like, I just g- gave it to her, like, here, this is yours to keep. Don't, yeah. you know? And then she she was, like, super kind to uh, give me, like, like, a big old box of popcorn. Nice. Because, yeah, because I love watching movies and she's like oh you'll enjoy your fucking movies with this popcorn uh-huh. so much love to you Ceci and she actually has a um, like a like a rose company where she gives out flowers oh, and okay. she sells them claves de Irma so if hey brother this is also if you you're going out on a date man hey and, Mother's Day is coming up yeah that too so if anybody needs flowers you got a, a person to hit up so much love to Ceci, Consuelo, the entire family, Claves de Irma, I'll be happy to uh, shout them out as well. Much love to all of you, all right? Cheers. Cheers to that. And yes, man. Shall we get into it, brother? Yeah, let's do it, man. Fuck. This fucking movie. This movie was crazy. Mm-hmm. There's no way around it. Yeah. And so let, let's get into an introduction to this movie, if you will. You, brother, have not seen this before, right? No. I. This has been in my collection waiting for me to see it mm-hmm. i have every time i pass it by i'm like oh i need to watch that 
And then, you know, no greater time than now, right? Yeah. Yeah. For me, brother, my mm-hmm. introduction to this was I had an old coworker that told me that, hey, there's this fucked up movie I saw on Netflix. Okay. Go out of your way and check it out. It has Willem Dafoe. And as soon as I, I heard Willem Dafoe was in, I was like, yes, I'm a big fan of Willem Dafoe. Yeah. I think you and I were discussing this earlier, right? Uh, I originally said I've never seen a bad movie with Willem Dafoe, but then mm-hmm. I changed it and said, you know what? He may have been in some bad movies, but I've never seen a bad performance. Exactly. From William Defoe. So I neither have I. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into his like later work and stuff like that. But yeah. as as soon as I heard Willem Defoe's in a fucked up movie, all right, I gotta check this out. Mm-hmm. And holy shit, bro. <laughs> like she told me, go into this blind. Don't yeah. And then I said, Well, what's it called? Antichrist. Like, oh no. <laughs> like just the connotations <laughs> on that shit. Yeah. You know? Could go either way, right? Or anyway. Right, I guess. right. It used to be on Netflix. It's not on there anymore. So I had to check it out on Tubi. Mm-hmm. which by the way get Tubi. there's a lot of free movies it's free yeah yeah it's I've, free i've heard of it before it's a good app so listeners please go out of your way if uh, you don't want to pay for shit on fucking prime video get Tubi. hopefully the movie will be out there okay yes. this one's out there for free go check it out so you have no excuse not to check it out mm-hmm. unless maybe you hear the podcast and then you hear what <laughs> the fuck we're about to say you say fuck this not doing it yeah right so that was my introduction of it uh i was not disappointed by this fucking movie I will say, like, there, there are parts in there where I said, fuck, dude, like, my goodness, like, uh, this is hence why we have this fucking strong beer. Because uh-huh. <laughs> when, bro, there's, there's parts, and we'll get into that when we get into the plot, but there's parts in this where I'm just like, fuck, dude, I can't, I, I need to, like, take a shower, bro, I feel fucking dirty, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. And I kid you not, bro, I went, I took, when I rewatched it, because it had been years uh-huh. So I watched this movie. I fucking went and took a shower, dude. Mm. I felt fucking dirty as fuck. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, I need to like cleanse myself from this shit. Okay. Yeah. So let's get right into it, bro. The plot of this movie is that a married couple, they're unnamed, mm-hmm. right? They they don't have names. They never even like fucking like bring up their names. The only name they bring up is their son, Nick. Yeah. Right. And um, so their, their, their child falls to their death at an apartment. Yeah. And because of this, they're grieving. So they decide that the, the husband is a psychiatrist and decides, hey, let's go on a retreat to a cabin in the woods. A cabin in the woods that the mother, mm. we end up finding out, had already been there with yeah, her son, Nick. The, the previous summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, as she was writing her thesis. Yeah. Right? So it's like, it's there so you can get away from your fears and shit like that. Okay. And while the fucking they go to the cabin in the woods just a bunch of shit happens so that is the plot of the movie and yeah and that's putting it mildly right dude yeah 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 so let's get right into it man let's get into the characters there's not many there's only three honestly yeah it's willem dafoe as the husband yep and the wife played by charlotte gainsburg mm-hmm. and their son nick those are the only characters in this fucking movie yes right so let's get right into it. And what I like about this movie too is that it's broken down in chapters. Mm-hmm. So it's very like nicely put. So it starts with a prologue, mm-hmm. and fucking right away, bro. This it starts with like a full on porno scene. It fucking yeah. feels like, bro. Yeah, it does. I mean, it starts off like playing the opera music, right? And yeah, it's uh, black and white. Mm-hmm. You no, know, it's Willem Dafoe getting the shower. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, him and his wife are you know they're fucking right. Yeah, no way to put it. There's a lot of fucking in this movie, people. Yeah. Um, so get used to it. Yeah. Uh, and we're not going to sugarcoat any of the <laughs> shit we're going to say, man. Yeah. We're just going to straight out say what happens. Yeah. All right. Within the first couple of minutes, there's a full on penetration scene. Like, 
full on. It, you, this is, you're basically watching porn. Yeah, there, there's nothing simulated. So, uh, you know, keep the kitties away from this one because <laughs> yeah. goddamn. Oh, I'll be make, I'll make sure to put it on the mm-hmm. on the post that makes sure no kids are around this one for the you know, spread as well. When I saw this, I feel like that particular part didn't really add a whole lot. Uh, it was just kind of mm-hmm. like out of nowhere, like, oh, they're kissing in the shower. Oh, there's penis going in vagina. Uh, yeah. You know, I didn't really need to see that. You know, yeah. I didn't really no, add a right. whole lot. So it was kind of just out of left field. I feel like kind of just to be shocking. But Yeah, but I will say about this, bro, even though it's like a full-on porno scene, uh-huh. this fucking beginning is shot beautifully mm-hmm. well, bro. Yeah. It's, it's in slow motion, black and white, with the opera music in the background. Uh-huh. It's fucking shot incredibly well. Yeah, I like. There's no way around it, man. Yeah, like I mean, and, and absolutely, you're fucking right. I don't need to see fucking yeah. going into. I feel like if they would have cut know? that part out, like I wouldn't have been wanting for more. Like, they, yeah, they could have not have fucking done that. <laughs> and just maybe put like Nick fucking like climbing out of the crib or yeah. or mm-hmm. or whatever. But no, they they decided to do that. Yeah. And and let let me back up a little bit, okay? For those of you who are not familiar with Lars von Trier's work. If this is the first movie you're ever going to see from him, we've fucking like we're, we're not going to like hold anything back because okay. this this director is not afraid to push the envelope. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's maybe another movie that I could have had you guys any of you fucking watch before you get into this one. But no, we're going straight into the fucking crazy shit with him <laughs> with this fucking movie. OK. Uh, initially, we had one that we'll get into much later when we get into his in- entire work. But nah, fuck that. For the sake of this recommendation from Consuelo and everything, because this is right up our alley, man. Yeah. We're going to review movies that we're not afraid of. They're going to make you say, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. All right. So exactly. So let's let's go forward now. Mm-hmm. So the the while they're fucking, man, the, the Nick falls to his death, man. Yeah. It's a whole on full slow motion scene. Mm-hmm. Again, shot very fucking well. And then it jumps to chapter one, yep. which is titled Grief. Yep. So they're in the funeral and Charlotte Gainsbourg's character, the wife, just straight up faints. Yeah. I she, will also say, I'll add uh, to jump in here for a second. Yeah. This is the only scene that you really see William Defoe's character grieve for his son. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, the only yeah. time because he, he's crying when they're following the, it's like a shot of the casket. Like if it was on top of the casket and they're looking yeah. behind the procession. This is the only time you see William Defoe's character crying, mm-hmm. showing emotion. So I, yeah. I think that's important to note. Very important. Thank you, bro. And she faints, and then she goes into the hospital, and then what, what they say is that she's been in the hospital for a month. Yeah. An entire fucking month yep. uh, because she's grief-stricken. Atypical grief, I believe. Atypical, they, correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after they, they make you know, make it known that they've been there for a month, they go home, and then... Uh, the wife talks about how the death could have been prevented. Yeah. But then Willem Dafoe's character says, well, I was there too. Mm -hmm. And it makes you wonder like, damn, like she's grieving hard as fuck, but you're not. Yeah. And then they also say that he's a therapist. He tells them, he, he says it, that he's a therapist. Yeah. So in this fucking scene right here, it's, it kind of feels like a therapist is having like a fucking, um, like what's the word I'm looking for, brother. It's kind of like, uh, like uh, you know how like the setting is if you see a therapist you, you're you're laying on your back on that fucking uh-huh. like you know yeah. it, it, it's like a session basically uh-huh. you know of like like a therapy session yes which I think is kind of fucked up to bring in your profession 
to your wife bringing it home. Yeah, well, because you should be grieving as well, man. Yeah, well, they bring up that point too, and it's it's known within you know the medical profession that you're not supposed to treat your own family, right? Um, if you're especially like if you're a therapist or you know a psychiatrist, you're not supposed to treat your own um, anybody that's related to you. Really, you really want to outsource that stuff. And she brings that up as a point. She's like. Uh, she says something about their current doctor and he does not agree with them. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, he says that you shouldn't treat me since we're family. And he's like, yeah, but I've, I'm a better doctor. Yeah. So they do make it a point where he really shouldn't be doing that, but he does it anyway. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. Mm-hmm. On that shit, man. And then, and then what I also want to bring up is that like, uh, he has an envelope where it says that they're in Washington, dude. Yes. Yeah, right. So so then by that we already know so we're in the like the fucking northwest and uh-huh. shit like that. Mm-hmm. So that's what explains when they go into the cabins and shit. So it's like, all right, either Washington Oregon, whatever the fuck. Yeah. They don't all they say is it's called Eden. Yep. Right? But but yeah, dude, it's and then I also want to say this, man, and there, there's a part where where they're doing this therapy session where like Charlotte Gainsbourg's character fucking throws away her meds. Yes. into the toilet yeah. and flushes it mm-hmm. and like she she starts crying and shit mm-hmm. dude charlotte gainsburg fuck dude like her crying scenes in this are fucking great man yeah it looks fucking extremely believable yeah and i i can't say enough good shit about it because it, it made me really feel like damn like she's really They're like going really, through it yeah. yeah she's really going mm-hmm. and again like the the therapy session for this conversation is like she ends up saying like oh i feel like you've been distant you're a distant husband, you're yeah. a distant father, mm-hmm. you know? So imagine hearing that as a therapist, fucking like your quote unquote fucking like client yes, who happens to be your wife telling you this shit. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot to digest right there, man. Well, looking at it at the, for the first time, since it's the first time I've seen this, mm-hmm. um, I, this was kind of the point of the movie where I'm not really clued into a whole lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I missed the whole part. Like that was the first time we saw him grieve. And then she brings up the, oh, you've been distant. And, you know, I didn't really put two and two together at this point. Yeah. But she is proving that he probably is distant because he hasn't been showing grief like she has. I mean, everybody agrees differently, right? Right. But also the fact that she talks his shit to him. She's like, you don't give a fuck about our kid being dead. And, you know, a normal person would be like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. But he shows no emotion. He's None. like, he's like stoic. He's, he's still that therapist. So... Looking back on it now, it makes sense that she's probably right. Yeah. Right? As crazy as we end up fucking as we go forward. Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So someone that... Oh, there's that fucking Weekly Bird, brother. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. man. Another good one, eh? Another good one. Do you do you need a refill, bro? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Sure, I'll take another. All right. I'm going to... We're going to kill this fucking bottle right here. <laughs> Here's my little half. Let me go over. Hell yeah. Sounds delicious. And it fucking is. Awesome. Cheers, brother. Much love, brother. Cheers. Mm. This fucking beer is perfect for this because, I, like I said, man, we need something fucking strong, man. Hey, man, when you're dealing with the Antichrist, you need, uh, <laughs> you need the strongest thing in the arsenal, right? <laughs> yeah. And here's another thing about, like, this movie, right? Mm-hmm. It's like when uh, when they have that whole therapy like session conversation yeah so they're in the room right and then so it seems like they go to sleep mm-hmm. and then she like wakes up struggling to breathe yes again very believable fucking acting in this charlotte uh-huh. gainsburg is 
fucking great in this movie, man. Yes. I got to say that. But here's like when it starts getting a little, a little fucked up is because like she's struggling to breathe and like Willem Dafoe's character is trying to like reteaching her how to breathe. That way she can like, uh-huh. you know, and then out of nowhere, bro, she just try- wants to get on top of him. She tries to like make out and shit. Yeah. She's yeah. You know, and it's like, and he, uh, uh, okay, okay, I'm trying not to like fucking get into like their much later shit because uh-huh. like this, uh, this director, Lars von Trier, uh-huh. a lot of his fucking movies are like sexualized and shit like yeah. that, where there's a lot of crazy shit. And then the thing is, like, she uses Charlotte Gainsbourg a lot in in his films. Okay, so you know how like Leonardo DiCaprio is always like in a Martin Scorsese film, yeah, 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 or like uh, fucking in a Christopher Nolan movie, like Killian Murphy's always in it. Mm-hmm. Lars von Trier always uses Charlotte Gainsbourg. Okay. We'll get it m- into that much later. But, like, I couldn't help but, like, fucking, like, notice, like, damn, like, she's always in these types of movies where her character is sexualized all the time uh-huh. and shit like that, you know? So, uh, this is where, like, uh, Willem Dafoe's character, like, realizes as a psychiatrist that you're using sex as a way f- to distract yourself from this grief. Yeah. Right? And then... And it ends up going to, like, a, a point where they're, like, on a train, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, on the train, he tells her... And, again, dude, this is, like, a, it feels like another, like, psychiatrist session. Okay. It's, like, I need you to tell me, like, what you're afraid of. And then it's, like, he tells her, like, um, like I'm afraid of nature and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know? And then... So it's like you're afraid of the woods. And then there there are images of Eden, right? Which is yeah. the the... the like the woods where they're at. Yes. It's the same one. And again, bro, like there is a slow motion, slow burn shot of like everything that's going on. And it's so fucking beautifully shot, bro. I know like, like horror films don't really like go into it much in detail as far as like beautifully shot shit. But this fucking movie, bro, the, the shots, the images, the headroom, I don't give a fuck. You call it yeah. whatever you want, even with like little details of like the fog and everything mm-hmm. is fucking masterfully shot it, bro. I cannot say how fucking great this thing is shot, bro. Yeah, I will say that you're you're correct. You know, uh, horror films aren't really known for their excellent cinematography. But in this film, I feel like um, the director kind of knew that there's only three characters, right? And right. in reality, only two that we only ever really see. Correct. Um so I feel like he kind of was clued into that and he knows that he needs to utilize the cinematography mm-hmm. to, you know, accentuate because you can't really run on just two characters for right. a film, right? Right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So like because of like uh, of the cinematography in this, it mm-hmm. like engages the viewer. Yes. To not just uh, realize that it's about two people, but like to fucking, that you're visually seeing something fucking amazing. Yeah. In this shit. And I think it was, uh, I haven't gone out of my way to check out who the cinematographer was in this. Okay. But fuck, dude, it's fucking beautifully shot. Yeah, as I, I will, mentioned before. I will agree. It's fucking amazing. So when they get to this, this Eden, right? The woods, right? Uh-huh. Eden, mm-hmm. the cabin, they're hiking. And then right away, you see that like uh, Charlotte Gainsbourg's character, her, she says, oh, I need to stop. My, the, the, the grass is on fire is what uh-huh. she says. She takes off her shoes removes them she's got blisters on her feet a mm-hmm. little bit of foreshadowing there we'll get into that a little later yeah so she doesn't want to like like walk on the grass of course she's she's afraid of nature it's crazy enough already that she already got this fucking far yeah into the hike so while Willem Dafoe's character the husband fucking goes off he sees like he kind of like uh like 
like walks away right from her mm-hmm. and sees this deer right yeah and the deer has like a like a baby doe like yeah. fucking hanging out of it yeah man. it's like it's like giving birth or it had tried to give birth and it was a stillbirth yeah stillbirth yeah you know and 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 that's how that chapter ends yeah fuck it it makes you say like what the fuck dude like yeah. you just seen this shit yeah i will f- i will say that this film definitely it goes pretty smooth and all of a sudden you're you're presented with like a jarring image because like up until this point it's very you know pedestrian Mm -hmm. he's like trying to therapy his wife and all of a sudden he just walks away and there's hey there's a deer with a fucking half dead doe hanging out you're like what the fuck yeah so yeah i'll say this too man like um for for those of you who are going out of your way to watch the movie Mm -hmm. and like I say, like I'll make the post and say, make sure no kids are around. You know, yeah, yeah. Like you're probably wondering, like, hey man, this movie isn't that fucking crazy. <laughs> you know, it's fucking like the beginning of it, it's like really slow paced, slow burn, fucking nature, beautiful yeah. shit. As a, yeah. po- I mean, well, yeah, the fucking beginning, yeah, yeah. Of course that. But you're probably like, hey, where the fuck is the crazy part coming? Oh, yeah. oh you'll fucking see. <laughs> yeah. You'll fucking That's see. That's exactly how I was. I was like, you know, this movie's not that bad. When the fuck is something going to happen? And then, <laughs> you know, fuck me, right? It happens yeah. all at once. Yeah. And it transitions to chapter two, which is titled Chaos Reigns. Yep. And then what ends up happening is the husband, like, finds these pictures of Nick, right? Where I'm like, where the fuck did these pictures come from? He just, like, fucking has them. Yeah. Well, right? I think he finds them on the windowsill, right? So I guess for me, it was kind of implied that the wife had taken them and the, the summer when they were by themselves dude you know what i thought it was huh so what i thought it was was that when he he has that envelope uh-huh. and it says oh they're from washington uh-huh. that's what i thought it was no it's... but it's not right because that envelope ends up being something else yeah it does end up being something else and also when he's looking at the pictures you can see that they're dusty so they were already yeah. in the cabin oh so it had... dude you're fucking your vision is keen as fuck brother Which, i mean it's not always but i guess in this one <laughs> instance yeah so I took it as that's pictures that uh, the wife took with her and Nick, you know, mm-hmm. the previous summer and had left them there. Right. Gotcha, bro. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And so after after watching these pictures, he, he's looking at, it's just like pictures of Nick. Yes. Right. He there doesn't really go into detail. It's just he's looking at these pictures. Mm-hmm. He doesn't pay much attention, right? He's just right, like, right. And then they go on to like, it comes later what the fuck they're for. Yes. But he's just looking at these pictures and then it transitions to an uh, a scene where where Charlotte Gainsbourg's character like doesn't want to like walk on the grass again. Mm-hmm. So she's afraid. So what what the husband ends up doing is like, oh like let's do this exercise. Yeah, with the stones. With the stones, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. So it's like you gotta walk from this stone to this stone. Mm-hmm. Right? And again, man, the fucking acting in this is fucking superb, man. Charlotte Gainsbourg fucking kills this. Yes. Man, like, uh, she makes it like she's shaking. She's like, I don't want to do this and mm-hmm. shit. All she needs to do is is fucking is, is walk from one stone to the next one. Yeah, he even carries her out to the first stone, right? Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. on, on like a piggyback. Yeah, which kinda. is weird, too, because, like, they, she gets to the cabin by running through all the grass. Yeah. And then, like, this is pretty much, they have the night scene where he finds the pictures and then. The next day, she's too afraid to go out. So it's like kind of what the fuck, you know? Well, even if you want to go before that, bro, like to even fucking like consider going to that. Uh-huh. As soon as she sees green, dude, she should be like, fuck this. Yeah. And she's you like, she's I mean? like backpacking up there too. Yeah. Like, the I know, right. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I fucking, I feel that dude. Uh-huh. And she does it. She ends up walking to the next stone. Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned, great fucking acting. Yep. And then all of a sudden a fucking bird falls out. Oh, dude, that was fucked up. Yeah. Because I feel like she... It, like they played it as like oh she had a big breakthrough it's like oh i'm so proud of you 
And all of a sudden, she looks over and a fucking bird, like, baby falls. bird, falls out. And then you're like, oh, it, fuck. And it's like, damn, she's reminded about Nick. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, God right? damn. It's like, damn, dude. Like, uh, she, she conquers his feet, mm -hmm. which for the viewer may not seem like a lot for us uh -huh. to go from one stone to the next. Yep. And it's like, okay, you fucking did it. Boom, here's a fucking bird that falls from the tree. Yeah. It's going to remind you of your neck who fell to his fucking death. Yeah, like, and then the fucking, another bird eats that fucking yeah, it bird. Yeah, it really cuts to the, the eagle, right? Or whatever it yeah. was. I don't know if it was an eagle, but it's like ripping it apart, eating it, because that's nature, I guess. Like, God damn. But it's like, fuck, like one step forward, two steps back, right? Mm -hmm. And immediately after that, it goes to a flashback. Mm -hmm. It goes to a flashback where, where, uh, uh, Charlotte Gainsbourg, right? I'm just going to call her the wife right here. Yes. The wife and Nick happen to be at the cabin at a summer before this shit. Mm -hmm. And so, so right there, it's revealed, right? So she's been in this cabin before. Yes. Eden, the same fucking one they're at mm -hmm. right now. Yep. So that makes it even more heartbreaking because it's like, fuck, dude, like you've been here before. Now you're fucking scared to fucking be here. Yes. Right. And then you hear like a baby crying. Oh you hear, yeah, you hear yeah. It crying, it's very disturbing. It's very uh -huh. shit. So then she wonders, "Holy shit, it's Nick!" And it's like, "Holy shit!" I get you're working on your thesis because that's what they make it seem to be that you're, uh -huh. she's working on thesis. Yep. But holy shit, why are you letting your kid go that far off? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know? I, I. It's funny that you brought that up also because I thought the exact same thing. I thought like, okay, you're on your own. Why the fuck would you leave your kid? Yeah. By itself. Like, even it, it turns out that Nick is in like another part of like, like in a woodshed or something. All safe right? and shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But even then, like, if I was responsible for watching a little kid who's clearly like three or four, I wouldn't let him go sit off in another room. Fuck. Right. And right. She's dude. over here like, she didn't even know where the fuck he's at. She first, she hears the crying. So she starts running out to the forest. Yeah. She it's, goes like quite a distance, yeah. bro. It's like, damn, you're going to let your kid run out that far to the forest and not Before give a fuck? you fucking realize. <laughs> yeah. the, which, but again, like she hears the crying, dude. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, where the fuck Nick was at, they made it a scene. She's not going to fucking hear it that far away, dude. Yeah. Because she had to go a long ways, man, kind of like to fucking go see yeah. So it's I I'm I'm assuming it's all in her fucking head. Yeah, it was. You know, and then she like she goes quite a distance and finds Nick. He's okay. Yeah, he's There's, in the woodshed, right? He's playing with a, a fucking block of wood. A block she, of wood, and she's like, "Oh, that's cool." I'm gonna shadow in there, bro. Well, not <laughs> even that. I'm gonna take. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. But I'm gonna take a step back. But if I walked in on a three or four year old pulling like smashing a block of wood, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, okay, cool," and just walk away. I'd be mm -hmm. like, "Yeah, they're gonna fucking you know bash their foot or like." start chewing yeah. on the wood but she's like no nah, that's cool and she just walks away yeah <laughs> but then again bro like after this flashback right uh -huh. it goes into like the next scene where like she wakes up and she's like in a good mood yeah she wakes up it's like fucking nothing happened she yeah. even she even tells her husband that she's I'm, cured right I, i'm mm -hmm. well again i'm cured mm -hmm. dude she's smiling yep she's walking on the grass no fucking yeah problem. she goes to the bridge and she crosses it like nothing and she yeah. jumps in the river like nothing or yeah the, and the so pond, like the husband fucking like um like follows her but he kind of like goes like kind of away from her uh-huh and that's where this fucked up scene happens where like he finds that fox uh, yeah right it's it's a fox with another fucking dying fox yes right and then like it's all in slow motion and then all of a sudden you hear chaos reigns well it's the fox right well it's a fox telling that shit he he walks in he sees one fox and the other fox it's i looked it up the fox is disemboweling itself. Yes. So it's like ripping its own stomach. Yeah, its organs are gone, man. Yeah, they're like 
pouring out and shit, and then it looks at him and says, Chaos Reigns. Yeah. And you're like, what the it's fuck? Like, it's like, what the fuck? It's like, okay, <laughs> now things are so about to get like yeah. fucked up. This, you this, can is just... some, this is the foreshadowing right here. <laughs> you can feel it. Things are about mm-hmm. to get fucked up. Mm-hmm. And then it transitions to chapter three, bro, which is despair. Yes. And, and I have it right here on my notes. Uh-huh. This is where it gets fucked <laughs> up, man. <laughs> like, fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I did mention before that at the end of the of the the second chapter, like Charlie Gainsbourg's character, the the wife, she's she's pretty good. She's like she's in a good mood. Mm-hmm. She says she's cured. Yeah. But no, in this chapter, like it's raining outside, and then she's curled up into a ball. She's sad again. Yes. So it's like the the weather, just like uh, uh like like the symbolism, right, dude? Mm-hmm. The the fucking like it's gloomy out. It's overcast. No one really wants to be happy around that shit. So she's like all curled up into a ball. Yes. So while she's curled up into a ball, the husband fucking climbs the ladder and finds these paintings mm-hmm. of women. It's also like the thesis that he yeah, finds, right? That's where she was like doing her research, I guess, right? She has yes. like all her notes and the paintings and all that stuff. That's what he finds. Yeah. And as you as he like flips through the pages, you can uh-huh. see that the handwriting is getting more fucked up as yeah. it goes. Yeah. Right. Nice little detail there because yep. you can see that as uh, these entries are going by, she's getting like more manic and manic. It's, it kind of reminds you know? me of like The Shining, right? Ooh. When when uh, nice the, parallel there, bro. Yeah, when the wife looks at the things and she starts reading it, and she realizes that it's all it gets progressively crazy, and it's just like, you know, all work and no play makes Jack a dull Ooh, boy. Like, yeah, I feel like that was very similar, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, it's dope, bro. Yeah, I gotta rewatch that shit. By the mm-hmm. way, man, mm-hmm. I've seen it like a grip of times, but yeah. Oh, now that like we're making parallels with Antichrist, <laughs> holy shit, dude. Yeah. But initially, bro, like when when I saw these like uh, the pictures of the women, I thought they were like witches, right? Are they witches? Yeah, or yeah. Is that what they're implying? Yeah, a lot of it is witchcraft because their thesis was about mm-hmm. like misogyny and like yes. how women were treated like shit. Yeah, and so she has a lot of that in her notes. Yeah, and then like the thesis also states right that like women are evil. Yes, and that they embrace pain, mm-hmm. or at least like fucking the wife's character fucking embraces the pain. Yeah, right, and then like. Um, once like Willem Dafoe's character sees this shit and he realizes that he fucking sees like uh like oh like what what is all this shit you know uh-huh. and then out of nowhere dude she like wants to have sex with him <laughs> but but like she jumps on him dude yeah and but this time it's like it's like it's she wants it to be fucking violent bro it's like she's like she's like I want you to hit me yeah yeah and like of course the husband's like F- like no I'm not gonna fucking hit you yeah so but- she she runs out and then she like. Pleasures herself, right? On the tree. Hey, dude, I did say we're not going to sugar kick shit. Yeah. She goes out and finger bangs herself, bro, and, and straight out of this fucking like tree. And then Willie Defoe's character is like, all right, you know, I'm I'll down. follow. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down for that. I'll follow. Naked as fuck into the nature. I'll follow. I'll throw a slap in there, too. <laughs> Damn. And then fucking hits that shit like in front of the tree. Well, the part I don't get is that the, like the trees, right? All the like, um, they turn into like limbs and shit. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. It looks almost like dead bodies, right? Yeah, it's uh, personally I did not fucking understand that part. Okay. I don't know why it turned into limbs okay. and shit like that, but overall, overall, I'm just like, damn, dude, the things are getting fucked. Yes, it's like she wants to get hit, and again, like sex is her discretion or um, distraction. Excuse yes. me. I think this beer's creeping upon me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a hard one. Like yeah. I said, let yeah. me get a swig, swig, mm-hmm. another swig for the Goodman. No, yeah, it. Uh... She definitely uses sex as a tool, and that's kind of like one of the the themes is that mm-hmm. uh, you know women are portrayed as evil and they use sex. So 
that's definitely part of what's going on here. Um, but like, there's a deeper meaning behind all of it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, brother. And and after this, like, fucking like gratuitous sex scene, dude. Yeah. Right. It's it's pretty fucking. You know, gratuitous. I, I will say this, like, as I said, this film has a lot of fucking in it, and I'm not being uh, vulgar. Like, most of the sex scenes in this film are just kind of like. Like they're, they're they're not making love. They're they like they violently have sex most of the time. Yeah. And I know this one, like she wants to be hit, but that's like the that's only like one step more violent than the, the sex they normally have, right? Yeah. yeah. So a sadist. I, <laughs> yeah. Right, dude. Yeah. They're they almost they fuck each other like they hate each other almost. Dude, right? it's violent as fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know. Yeah. And then after after this scene, man, mm-hmm. it goes it transitions back to the cabin where. Where Willem Dafoe's character finds like uh, takes out like the pictures for the autopsy uh-huh. for the report. Yeah, and it's like, first of all, why the fuck are you bringing this autopsy with you? And why couldn't you have opened it earlier? You well, have you waited for it to be in the cabin. What happened is that we first see this envelope when they're back at their apartment. Right. That's right? why where it says that they're from Washington. Yes. Eastern. And he doesn't want to open it because I mean now in this part of the film we figure out that it's the autopsy report, and I guess he knew that. So he hid it away in one of his jacket pockets Mm because he didn't want her to see it because she thought she was too fragile. Yeah. And then at this point of the film, he's wearing that jacket again because I guess he packed it with him and brought it. Mm -hmm. And that's when he reaches in his pocket. like, what is this? Oh, here's this thing. And that's when he opens it and reads it. For me, brother, I'm I'm a little curious as as far as the timing of this shit. Uh Uh-huh. It's like to bring it with you already is one thing, but like bring it out after you've already fucked. And it's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, why? Yeah, it's definitely coincidental. Yeah. So he looks at these fucking like this autopsy report that that says that nothing bad was wrong with Nick. However, it does say that he had a foot deformity. Uh So this is where like the pictures uh, previously where he was looking at them Uh of Nick come into play. Yeah. So he looks back and sees like that the pictures of Nick, he sees that the shoes are worn the wrong way. And all of them, right? All of them, bro. Yes. All of them. So... Again, the thesis states that women are evil. Uh-huh. So in this bitch's case, and yes, I'm going to say a bitch because <laughs> fuck that, dude. You know, yeah, she was deliberately torturing her kid. Yeah, she was slowly torturing his kid to have a fucking foot deformity. And that, how fucked up is that? That's why he was crying. Is yes. Well, we we learn, and you know, it's yeah, it's brutal, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say. So like, he's slowly tortured, right? He mm-hmm. fucking he's looking at the old pigeon. And he realizes like, fuck, this is fucked up. How could my wife be fucking doing this shit? Yeah, can I jump in real quick? Absolutely, fuck yeah. What I thought, um, once I saw this point, that she was torturing the kid and he was always crying because it, it it cuts to a flashback where she's putting his shoes on, mm-hmm. where she's about to put his shoes on, and that's when he starts crying. Yes. So I kind of thought to myself at this point, I'm like, fuck, is that why the kid jumped out the window? Oh, wow. Right? Bro, you're fucking <laughs> blowing my mind. Dude. I know, right? I thought about that. I was like, fuck. He's, he's like, I'm sick of this shit. I'm yeah, fucking- right? Because he's like, this is my chance to end my suffering. Bro. That's what I thought. But I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's a Dude, layer to it. We could look back at it and shit. Mm-hmm. Like if, if, uh, if what you say is like fucking like, like spot on, dude, mm-hmm. I'm curious to know if there are like shoes in the background. Uh, I don't know. If I, not, then I got to send Lars Von Trier a fucking email and say, hey, you fucked up right here, bro. I know. see my good brother right here. I know. I know that in the, in that first scene that yeah. he's barefoot. Mm-hmm. And also at this point too, I thought like maybe he slips too because his feet are fucked up. Yeah, that could also be another part. Wow. But yeah, I don't know. 
holy shit, brother. <laughs> yeah. I got to take a sip for that, bro. Because, like, <laughs> dude, this blew my fucking mind, bro. I never, like, think. Cheers, brother. That was great. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, fuck. Mm. That's a whole other dimension that we don't even we don't even consider until this point in the film. Fuck no, bro. And then here's another thing, bro. I, I forgot to mention that while, like, they're going through the fear, uh-huh. right? Her fear, like, Willem Dafoe's character, like, draws a pyramid, right? Mm-hmm. So in the pyramid, like obviously she's a fear of nature, right? So that's yeah. why, uh, or or the cabin or the woods, right? It's called Eden. Yep. So in the middle of the pyramid, the fucking Eden is in the middle of it. Yes. But she even makes it a point to say like, oh, don't put it at the top. So yeah. nature's not exactly like the fucking top of her fucking fears. Yeah. Right. But in this fucking scene, after like he finds out that like uh, the Nick's uh, has been like slowly tortured because of the fucking wrong shoes and shit, mm-hmm. he puts me and then even says herself on it jesus right yeah she hears this shit and fucking attacks him bro <laughs> and this is where things get fucked yeah man. This, this is my cornflake spinning moment because i'm like what the fuck yeah right mm. at, right here they they have violent sex violent again. bro i have mm-hmm. it in my notes as violent as fuck because mm-hmm. she's like you're gonna leave me and then she fucking takes his dick out and she's ready to ride him and mm-hmm. they, they do it and then she fucking gets the wood log and the log. bashes him in the dick. Oh, I put growing because I didn't want to be fucking like too descriptive. But no. I was like, fuck that. Hit him. Say it, brother. Fuck it. She fucking takes the log, hits him in the dick, dude. And he gets knocked out from that, right? Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> dude, if I'm going to. Okay, hold on. I'm a man. All right. So I can fucking. I've been kicked in the nuts many times. Yeah. Shout out to the good brothers in Golden Rod. You all Rochambeau to me, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm, Y'all mm-hmm. kicked me in the nuts yeah. many times. As soon as I get hit in the balls, bro, I'm going to go down and be like, fuck, dude, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to get knocked out, though. No, yeah, this fool, he gets knocked out, right? And so then she decides to finish him off because she sees that he's still hard. Yeah. And then he fucking shoots blood. Yeah. So, you know. Jacks I- him off, bro, with this. He's knocked out as fuck, hits him in the groin, jacks him off, blood comes out, man. I will say this as a point that, you know, fellas, if any point blood is coming out of your member there yes something is seriously fucking wrong and it is very painful and i will say that we never hear anything else beyond this from him yeah he's he's just cool with it like that's it yeah and this might be too much information man but (laughs) if you fucking if you cleanse yourself to the point where you've eaten so much vegetables where you piss purple (laughs) <laughs> if you know you know man so yeah. my good brothers know this shit you know cheers oh, to this Jesus. brother yeah so anyway so she does that right and then she decides in her infinite wisdom here to get the the manual crank drill yeah drills into his fucking leg and at this point i think you and i discussed like, yes how do you not wake up from that right she dude? knocks him out by hitting him in the dick but mm. it's like if you're knocked out unless you're like dead yeah he's dead or like unconscious by drugs if somebody starts drilling into your fucking leg yeah you're gonna wake up in pain yes but he's just like oh i'm just gonna take a nap bro not even that bro (laughs) she drills the fucking hole and sticks her fucking finger in the fucking i turned away i had to turn away dude oh dude why because i could dude she when she she starts digging her fingers in there i'm like dude i don't know what the fuck she's doing but i don't want to know dude hey brother i told you this movie's (laughs) fucked up 
So like that, that would have proved that people were like need to go out of the way to see this shit, you know. But okay, here's another thing, bro. Okay, and this is like an underrated aspect about this fucking film. Okay, is that the, I know people don't give a fuck about this when they watch movies, but uh-huh. dude, the sound mixing in this is mm. fucking amazing. Mm. Because one thing I failed to mention is that the sound in this shit is fucking great because like. You can hear when they're like fucking walking into the grass. Yes. When the f- there's a fire going on, like you can hear like the embers like crisping and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, you can fucking hear the finger Ugh. going through the hole. I know, dude. And that. it's fucking nasty. That's fuck, when I turned bro. away and I was like, God, please make it stop, please. Yeah, please, dude. Bro, so she 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 drills a fucking hole through him, finds a stone and fucking bolts it shut. Yeah. It's a, she, she grabs a, it's like a, a grinding stone, right? Yes. Like a old school one where you, like if you're an old school blacksmith, you yes. have a grinding stone on like a foot pedal. She yeah. Takes, it's all circled and everything. Yeah, she takes the fucking grinding like, stone. Like the cavemen, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she, she bolts them shut, dude. And then Ugh. throws the fucking wrench under up, the pad, yeah, under, the, yeah. under the house. Mm-hmm. Which you got plenty to say about that. Yeah. She fucking leaves the fucking cabin, bro. She leaves. (laughs) Yep. Why? Why does she leave? Yeah, I don't know. She goes and does something, right? I I need to, like, know, like, why she leaves. Like, it never gets explained why she fucking leaves. Because, like, once she leaves, dude, then the husband fucking wakes up. And finally. And fucking realizes, like, holy shit. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, (laughs) man, like, first of all, my fucking dick should be hurting. So yeah, he exactly. should be he should be like what the fuck dude? yeah he doesn't give a shit about that yeah yeah and then like oh holy shit i have a stone fucking like lodged in me mm-hmm. and it's bolted shut so then as he should be he has that's to like fuck- some saw shit dude <laughs> fuck dude <laughs> he has to crawl away man yeah uh, okay i'll say this dude the, the, the crawling scenes are actually all right mm-hmm. um if I had a nitpick on about it, it's like, dude, you still got to sell that your fucking dick's been hit, dude. Yeah, he doesn't ever mention it ever again. I feel like that would be almost be more painful than fucking, because, I mean, he shot some good blood out of that, dude. Like, this isn't like he just fucking... And you, and you see it all, man. <laughs> I know, dude. You see Fuck. it all. And, and like, he's just like, oh, you know, whatever. Somewhere, somewhere out there, bro. People who listen to this are going to say... <laughs> Hey man, I just listened to the fucking review, but I'm gonna go out of my way and check out this fucking movie just for that scene. Yeah. You're gonna see it all, man. God damn. You're gonna see the fucking the <laughs> fucking cum turning into blood, man. Oh, it's fucked up. Yeah. I know it's fucked up. This mm. is why we're doing this in the first yeah, place, yeah. man. And I'm making all the warnings, man. Yeah. No, make sure no kids are around. So this is right up our alley, man. Like these movies, we're not afraid to discuss any fucked up films, man. Yeah. So anyway, he fucking ignores all that shit. He drags his ass out. Yeah. And he's trying to escape, right? And then the wife finally comes back. She's like, "Where are you, you fucking bastard, dude? Imagine you left me." Yes. That so, that right. made my heart rate go up, dude. Dude, right? So I remember <laughs> like lit, uh, watching this the first fucking time, uh-huh. and I remember saying saying like, "Fuck, dude! Imagine if you're just like somebody." Like you're not even you have no idea that this is part of the set okay. for a movie, uh-huh. and you're just watching, you're listening to. Where the fuck are you? Yeah, I, you dude, bastard, I, dude, I would be fucking so scared, bro. <laughs> I'd shit my jaws like yeah. immediately if I heard anybody, and then you stumble upon, oh shit, it's Charlie Gainsbourg. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then fuck, dude, but that that scene is just so fucking scary, dude, because yeah. she's she's so demented at this fucking point, yeah. dude. And then her husband fucking is. Despite all this bullshit that happens to him, <laughs> yeah. he manages to fucking crawl out of the cabin, go yep. fucking far, and go into a like a foxhole. Yeah, the foxhole. Yep. Yeah, and then in this fucking foxhole, the raven, or the I'm sorry, the crow, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
is in there and fucking makes all this noise. I know, right? He digs it up because it was like buried and then it yeah. fucking starts growing. And then he fucking, he wants to shut it up. So he starts beating it to death with his yeah, fist. So, yeah, the crow starts fucking like calling God all that damn, shit. damn, yeah. And like that, just that, oh, hold on. Miraculously <laughs> happens to have matches on him. Yeah, Did you notice that too, dude? And the matches didn't work earlier in the film. Remember, he was trying to he was trying to light something and it didn't work. But now they work, right? <laughs> this movie's not perfect, brother. This is why we're breaking this down, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so luckily he has these fucking matches and mm-hmm. fucking you see the fucking crow in there, dude. Yeah. And then the crow is like starts calling and shit like that. Yeah. And then so he starts beating the shit out of this crow. You got to kill it, no, dude. Like I know, I know. Like let's say I'm this motherfucker, dude. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be fucking like know mm-hmm. that my that my lady's fucking looking after me yeah. and shit, dude. I'm not just fucking like trying to kill this motherfucking bird. <laughs> I'm fucking smothering this fucking bird. I'm I getting know. on top of this motherfucker. You know, I'm an animal lover, so when I first saw him, when I first saw him start to beat the crow with his fist, it's like, oh man, like. But then, like, it goes on for way too long, and I'm like, at, shut but, that fucking bird yeah, up, by man. By the end of it, I'm like, just fucking cut his, rip its head off, dude, to Do shut it. it the fuck up, right? Because because the woman, you want to live or not, dog, <laughs> I know, right? Because the woman's like, where are you? And she's like, starting to hear where it's coming from, and it's like, god damn it, kill that fucking crow, dude! You just beat it for like five minutes, yeah. And because of this fucking crow, the wife fucking hears, <laughs> she man. Finds him, dude. She yep. fucking finds him, dude. And then like, like. Okay, here I got a little nitpick here too, bro. Okay, so it makes it seem like uh, she goes quite a distance to fucking like find him. Mm-hmm. So then when she sees that he's there, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like she goes very far to find this fucking shovel. Oh well, because he only dragged himself not very far. Okay, so, so yeah, the, I mean that yeah, that makes sense. She was going off in another direction, like way further out, because she thought he went somewhere further. Okay. But he was like wounded, so he only dragged himself to the foxhole, which I guess was closer to that woodshed or whatever, that yeah. tool shed. And then once she found out that he was there, then she wants to get the shovel. And she's fucking trying to chop his feet off and shit, dude. I know. But then he gets caved in <laughs> from all the like the rocks and shit that she's like fucking digging into it, right? Yeah. And then that's the end of the fucking chapter. <sighs> and that's where it goes into chapter four, which is the three beggars. Mm-hmm. And it starts off with her fucking like feeling remorseful. Yes. And fucking like digs, <laughs> oh fuck, dude. She like digs him up, which by the way, dude, like she like she's like fucking like digging hard as fuck. I know, know, dude. And then she like, it's like, okay, how the fuck do you know how deep you gotta go? And then how <laughs> is it that you take out your hand and then his face is right there? Yeah, no, right. Come on, Ugh. give me a fucking break, man. Oh god. She feels sorry for him. Drags him to the cabin. Uh-huh. Right. Mm-hmm. Which by the way, that scene was pretty crazy. Like again, it's fucking like shot so fucking well. Yeah. How she's dragging him and shit. Mm. And then this is where where she tells him, when the three beggars arrive, someone dies. Yep. Fucking like cryptic as fuck, bro. Mm-hmm. And then away, like fucking right away, it goes to a flashback, bro. Uh-huh. It goes to the very fucking beginning when they're having sex, when mm-hmm. the movie starts in the epilogue. Mm-hmm. Or excuse me, the... Yeah. the is prologue. it the epilogue? The prologue. prologue thank you. The, the prologue mm-hmm. where... She's having sex with with her husband, and, and she's looking she at, at Nick. Yep. She notices Nick fucking climbing the window, but does absolutely fucking nothing. Yeah. Um, if I have a nitpick about this man, maybe if if they had, because uh, in in the beginning, dude, they show that she's really into the sex, right? Okay. Maybe maybe if they had showed that she had turned her head a little bit more. Because never in the beginning do they show that she's like fucking... Because it seems like she's looking right at him the whole fucking time. 
Uh, I don't know. It, I feel like they did a pretty good job of showing that they were both like they were just into having sex. Yeah, but in this fucking flashback, they sh- you clearly see her fucking looking at him, yeah, dude. Clearly. So she has her fucking like. Okay, so make it so that in the beginning that she's looking away. Mm. That way you they make us like fucking picture that fuck she saw Nick the entire time climbing the window mm-hmm. and fucking falls and she did absolutely fucking nothing to to stop yeah. it. Yeah. So now earlier I did say like oh this bitch is evil because like she she had Nick's shoes on the wrong way. Yes. I I thought she was evil there. No, this bitch is <laughs> evil. Well, I mean, it, hitting him with the dick with the thing and then jerking him off, blood yeah. comes out, and then fucking like all the shovel. Oh, man, dude. But it doesn't stop there, man. <laughs> it does not fucking stop yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, man. And then, ugh, fuck, dude. Like, this part is so fucked, bro. Like, mm, let me get a swig. Yeah, bro. Cause fuck, dude. This scene, like, this is like, all right. I, I know we've mentioned it before in the movies and shit. Uh-huh. There's always a scene in a movie that you're going to remember. Uh huh. This is a scene that makes me remember this fucking movie, dude. Okay. I felt like I got... When I first saw this movie, dude, I, I and I never looked away either okay. when this happened. Okay. Like, when I rewatched it, I felt like I got titty-twistered, like, fucking hard, bro. Yeah, I think I know what you're going you're gonna to bring up, yeah. Yes. So, after the flashback, she realizes that she fucked up from, like, even having Nick to begin with, bro, because she, mm-hmm. like, she doesn't want any more kids anymore, so she grabs a pair of scissors... Mm-hmm. And she fucking cuts her clit off, dude. Uh, well, let me fucking preface this by yeah. saying that I saw her grab the fucking scissors. She already stabbed her husband, William Defoe, earlier, yeah. right? So at this point, I'm, I'm already horrified. Yeah. So she grabs the scissors. I'm like, oh, man, she's about to cut this guy's dick off. Like, yeah. That's what I originally thought, right? Yeah. So she has the scissors, and then all of a sudden, she turns in on herself, and she starts going downtown. Yeah. And I think to myself, well... She ain't going to cut her pubes. What the fuck is she going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I was like, well, she, yeah. So I'm like, is she going to cut her fucking, her hoo-ha off, dude? <laughs> and dude, sure enough, dude, she goes straight for that clit and fucking chops her right off, dude. And I'm like. When I tell you guys that this scene is fucked, bro, like <laughs> this scene looks so fucked, man. And then like the blood fucking spews out and everything, man. Just seeing that gives me pain, dude. Wow, that is just that so, was brutal. You, you man. know how you know how he said, dude, that I need to take a shower. Uh-huh. After, this is why, dude. Because I, dude, I feel so fucking sick to my stomach watching this shit. <laughs> and again, bro, I feel like I was being twitty, like titty twister, yeah, hard, bro. I, I was like, dude, what the fuck is this? So now we went from like in the beginning, like a good forty five minutes to an hour, not fucking realizing, like, oh, this is actually not that bad. Yeah. And then, dude, when it gets intense, bro, it gets fucking intense. Yeah, this was. And uh... I'm gonna say to every you, all of you listening to this shit, I fucking dare you, I dare you to watch this movie and not look away for this scene. I looked away, man. Once Did I you? saw, once I saw the scissors like lining it up, dude, I was like, no, oh god, no. Mm-hmm. No, I like the way you. And yeah, bro. And then to get back to the plot, bro. While this is fucking happening, dude, the three beggars show up, mm-hmm. right? The three beggars are the deer, the fox, and the crow. Yep. Which you, we've mentioned earlier before. The mm-hmm. deer, which was like in the beginning when you see it was like um, like the doe hanging out and I think shit like the that. The deer was grief, right? Sure. Yes. I think yeah. so. Yeah. The fox chaos reigns, all that shit. The yes. crow all fucked up in the. Uh-huh. Oh, dude, that fucking crow should have died, man. <laughs> it was pissing me off. It's like, shut the fuck up, dog. Well, it gave him the clue for the, the wrench, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, good on shit on that, bro, because that, that's 
my next point, dude, this okay. is a fucking flaw, dude, because like when the three beggars show up, dude, and it gives them like the 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 hint for the for the fucking for the ranch, dude. It's like, okay, he's he's on the ground, dude. All right. And Ooh. so he's gotta be weak as fuck, bro. Like he yeah. got knocked out. He got his fucking dick leg hit. And leg driven. Too. Leg driven with a fucking and then got dragged to go in there. There's no way, bro, you're gonna have fucking power to fucking get your elbow and fucking hit this fucking floorboard. Yeah, that is to, true. To hear a fucking like a crow on the bottom just so you can miraculously fucking find a wrench that has <laughs> so happens to be right underneath you, man. Yeah. No, that's not how it's gonna happen. That's a fucking massive flaw, in my opinion, bro. Okay. Okay. Right? It's but, it's way too convenient. Yeah. Yes, it's way too convenient, dude. And then he 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 fucks up the the floorboard, takes the wrench, and then fucking like, like unbolts the mm -hmm. fucking stone. Yep. But then it's like, dude, like Charlotte Gainsbourg's character is like, what the fuck? Are you? Like she, she she had plenty of time to fucking be like, fuck you. It's not until like she he's about to fucking like take off the stone where she's like stabs him with the scissors and yeah shit. yeah yeah which by the way bro she stabs him with the same scissors that she cut her clit off dude. yeah 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 like fuck, yeah i was a little mixed dude. up you're right that she stabs him later right yeah yeah fuck man i know and like he almost gets it off and she's she's like yeah she's attacking him with the scissors man it's yeah. fucking brutal dude stabs him and everything but is still able to like fend her off and shit like mm -hmm. that and then removes the fucking stone and then immediately fucking stands up, dude. It's like, no. <laughs> How the fuck are you going to stand up, dude? You're not going to stand up. Like, dude, get... For all the wrestling... Hardcore wrestling fans out there, dude, get fucking <laughs> Bret Hart or Dolph Ziggler to fucking, like, sell this shit, dude. Because, like... Yeah. Dude, he stood up, like, right away. Like, mm -hmm. no, dude. You don't just fucking stand... I don't give a fuck about adrenaline. No. Mm. Fuck that. You've been through a lot enough already, dude. Yeah. You're not just going to fucking stand up. Yeah. And then fucking strangle her. And mm -hmm. that's what... Her demise comes from, fucking yeah. grabs her, strangles her to death. Fuck, which again, bro, this fucking her Charlotte Gainsbourg's acting in this is fucking amazing, dude. Uh -huh. Like, uh, the part where she's uh, she's being strangled, uh, -huh. it looks very good, yeah, uh, better than like any of the like, because I've seen a lot of movies where people get strangled, dude, and it's just like, eh, whatever, you know. But like, this one looked it was a little extended as it should be because mm -hmm. no one just fucking dies after just fucking like. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if fucking Andre the Giant fucking has no, your yeah, fucking I, I his hands you. around your fucking uh, throat. You know? William Defoe's character. He just fucking he digs into her her fucking neck, dude, and then yeah. her eyes start getting bloodshot. Yeah, and then he fight. He just sees it through the end, man. He just strangles her to death, and then that's like I feel like that's the only time in the whole movie where he actually shows true emotion, mm -hmm. where he finally kills her because he he finally lets it out. He's like fuck this crazy ass woman and kills her. Yeah. And then it just, what's hilarious too is after that is he just cuts to him just throwing her ass in the funeral pyre and lighting it on fire, dude. <laughs> like nothing. Yeah. Just like that, huh? Uh -huh. It's like, all right, I'm building a fucking fire. No emotion to build up from it. Like, it's like, fuck this. <laughs> it's like, I need a cigarette and a beer. Fuck this. I'm yeah, done. I know, right, dude? You know? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and I then, yeah. yeah, builds it on. Uh, there's a fire. Mm -hmm. Fucking it's uh, end of the cabin. All this bullshit. Like, damn, dude. And then it it pr pretty much ends the chapter there, which, by the way, hey, did we fucking, like, I think we did a pretty good job, kid, like, because we, we went from fucking, like, the first hour of this movie for nothing to the next two chapters being like, fuck, dude. Yeah, because that's how it is. That's exactly how the movie goes, man. Yeah. Fuck. And then it goes into, like, the epilogue, man. Mm -hmm. And it's very short. Mm -hmm. You know, Willem Dafoe's character's eating some berries. Just mm -hmm. nice little fucking detail there. This motherfucker hasn't eaten shit. <laughs> And he goes up on a, on a on the top of a hill, 
and he sees like a grip of women just fucking going up to him, dude. Yeah. And all their faces are blurred, which I don't know what the fuck that means. But what I think happens is because they make it seem for in like, excuse me. Oh, there's a burp. <laughs> what they make it seem is that like when he goes up and climbs the ladder for the thesis and finds a thesis, right? Uh-huh. There's like witches and shit. Yep. Which they get like burned. Mm-hmm. What I'm thinking is these are like the reincarnations of the witches that are coming to see him. Yeah. Because it's like the Antichrist. You yep. know what I mean? Like, yep. fuck, dude. Like, ah. Uh, and that's how the movie ends, bro. And I remember just fucking being like, dude, like, uh, like, dude, what the fuck did I just watch, <laughs> man? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. dude, and I will say it again, man. I fucking dare you guys to watch this movie and watch the fucking clip scene. Mm. It's so fucked. <laughs> Jesus. I do not look away, man. <laughs> do not look away. And I'll even go as far to say, if you give me proof that you did not look away, I will buy you a fucking beer. <laughs> I need video evidence of this shit. I man. guess I'm missing out on a beer, dude, because yeah, that was too much for me, man. Holy hey, man, shit. we got a fucking grip of episodes. I'll be, I'll be happy to fucking <laughs> buy the beer for you, brother. <laughs> and that's how the movie ends, man. The Ooh. fucking movies, like the numerous amount of that's movement it, man. fucking going. And that's it, man. And and credit scenes. And overall, bro, when I fucking when this movie was finished, bro, I was fucking floored, bro. I said, fuck. Mm-hmm. This movie, especially the last 30 minutes of it, fucking had my jaw on the floor, man. Shit. It definitely had put, my and, attention. And, and yeah. that's putting it mildly, right, bro? Yes. Yes. I was gonna say the first hour and a half of this movie, it was just like, okay, I'm I'm down with it. And then it was like Like where are the crazy parts at? You yeah, know? Zero to sixty, like fucking nothing, dude. And yeah. One second. And yeah, the last thirty minutes were were a trip. Fuck yes, man. And so overall, bro, like I think it's it's fair to say that when that movie's over, dude, people, if you go out of your way to check out these Lars von Trier movies, man, you gotta check out these movies too. So let's get into some of the work from Mm-hmm. From all the people that were in this shit, man. And obviously, yeah. we're going to start with Lars of Arcturia, man. And I'll say this, right, brother? I remember when we, we got together and we're like, all right, let's 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 make an initial fucking list of movies that we need to review. Uh-huh. This one was on the initial review, and it's, co- and it's called Breaking the Waves. Yes. And this is a movie, guys. Like, he- hear me out on this premise, okay? Because I know this is a fucked up premise. The premise is that a happily married couple are, are, you know, they're living their lives, they're happy, and then the husband mm. has to go on an oil rig yep, and fucking to make money, obviously, for the family. And the 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 woman prays for him to come back safely. Mm. Unfortunately, comes back the very next day paralyzed. Yep. And she feels like she's guilty for praying for it. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, they can't have sex anymore. So, he tells her, Go have sex with other people and then come back and tell me in detail what happens. Yeah. So this was a movie that we were going to fucking do, <laughs> right? And um, be- the the reason I bring this up is because like when we did when we decided that we're gonna do a Lars von Trier movie because uh-huh. he's so fucking out there. Yeah. It's that let's ease them in a little bit, you know? Mm, yeah. But no, fuck no. We did Antichrist because like it was a recommendation, <laughs> dude. I felt like Breaking the Waves was a movie to like. Ease them into his work because, yeah. like, his movies are fucked up, bro. Yeah, and I remember you asked me if I ever seen that movie, and surprisingly, I had. Wow, and yeah. it was like, yeah. what the fuck? Because that's a that's a fucking that's a fucked up movie too. Yeah, 
And hey, man, I, I'm going to go out of my way and I say, please don't. I'm going to say don't, okay? But if your your curiosity fucking intrigues you, don't go out of your way and watch Nymphomaniac. Mm. It is another Lars von Trier movie. It mm. is cut out in two uh, films. Yeah. Nymphomaniac part one and two. Charlotte Gainsbourg is in it. That's how I said earlier that all her characters are like sexualized. Yes. It is about a woman who fucking has sex and a bunch of fucked up shit happens, man. It is on Netflix. Check it out if you want to. I think it was on Netflix. Yeah, uh, I think if, so too, yeah. If, if you fucking want to, go out of your way and check that out because uh, as fucked up and vulgar as Lars von Trier is, I think his movies should be fucking watched, bro, because his, like, his shit honestly feels like art. To yeah. be honest, bro. Well, you know what I read? I read that he owned an adult film studio. Wow, really? Yes. So that is kind of why we get all these pornographic, you know, scenes mixed in. So I feel like he's kind of trying to blend the two worlds together. Bro, which I, I mean, it could work. Yeah. Uh, but it also could not work. I'm looking at you, Brown Bunny, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chloe, Chloe Seventy's <laughs> fucking <laughs> staring at you. Mm. Not a greatest film choice, but uh, not the best, but no judgments. Perhaps a fucking movie we'll review <laughs> later, dude. Oh, God. But yeah. And then another fucking film that I think uh, you should go out of your way from Lars von Trier is called Dancer in the Dark. It is a, a movie about, of all people, Bjork, the mm. singer Bjork, bro. Yes. Bjork. Did you know Bjork could fucking act, dude? Yeah, right? Uh, that sounds very familiar. Dude, that movie's fucking great. She plays she plays a a blind woman who's doing everything she can for her son. She's blind, dude. Okay. And I'm not I don't want to give out too much shit about the movie. I think people should go out of their way to watch it. It's a great fucking film. Bjork, man, she I don't like her music, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but like she like for for people that I swear like uh people that that they make movies because like they want to do music and then go to like fucking movies. Okay. It doesn't tra transition well. Okay. A lot of them. But Bjork, fuck, dude. She, she acted so fucking well in this movie. And her music fucking sucks. Sorry. I'm just going <laughs> to say it. But like her acting in this fucking movie was, was great. Okay. I think Lars von Trier picked the perfect person to play her character. Please go out of your way and check out Dancer in the Dark. It is a fucked up movie, but it's also very good. And I hope if you go out of your way to watch Lars von Trier movies that you know you're going to get fucked up shit, man. Because you're not going to get anything fucking nice from him, man. You're just not. All right? Yeah, I can believe it. All right, so let's let's move on to Willem Dafoe, brother. Okay. We have a lot to say about this guy, man. He is a great actor, man. Okay. And one of my favorite movies from him, I'm sure a lot of people have fucking checked it out already. Is the Boondock Saints mm -hmm. fucking great, man? He he is not the main character in this. He's a detective. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you anybody about the fucking movie if you haven't seen it. Just please go out of your watch, and I guarantee you, he's gonna be your fucking favorite character in this movie, man. <laughs> yeah. He is so good, man. Yeah, and, he was excellent. And, and to my metalheads out there, man, that fucking movie from uh, excuse me, that fucking song from Bleeding Through. Mm -hmm. Called Love Lost in a Gila Hunf uh, Gunfire. The intro is from the Boondock Saints, which you hear Willem Dafoe. So check that movie out, headbang, watch the movie and the song, and start a mosh pit, dude. Fucking dare you to fucking do it, man. 
Yeah. Yep. And then uh, another movie is The Lighthouse, man. Mm, that's a good one. That is a fucking great movie. It came out just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. It's black and white. It has Robert. It's just, see, like this movie, Antichrist only has him and Charlotte Gainsbourg. Uh-huh. This movie just has him and Robert Pattinson. Yep. And I'll say this about, dude, about Robert Pattinson, bro. He is so fucking like misunderstood. He's way more than just the fucking like actor Twilight, yeah. that does Twilight. Mm-hmm. He is so underappreciated. He is fucking great. Mm-hmm. Please check out this movie so that you can see like the full talent that Robert Pattinson <laughs> has, dude. Yeah. He's m- way much more than the fucking just the Twilight guy, man. Mm-hmm. He's fucking great. Check out The Lighthouse. It's a great fucking movie. And the last movie from Willem Dafoe, I'm to check out. I said it earlier in the review. That uh, Consuelo, my good friend Consuelo, fucking recommending about this movie is a movie that you can check out on Netflix. It's called Whatever Happened to Monday. Yeah, it's a nice, good movie. Uh, it got mixed reviews from Rotten Tomatoes, but fuck Rotten Tomatoes, man. They don't know shit. <laughs> All they want to do is just nitpick for the fuck of nitpicking. Yeah. Um, I very much enjoyed it, man. I thought it was a very good fucking movie. Whatever Happened to Monday is on Netflix. Please go out of your way and check that movie out. So, brother, you got anything from Willem Dafoe? Yeah, I will say one of my favorite movies with him is also a movie called To Live and Die in L.A. Uh-huh. Uh, it's an 80s movie, action movie. Willem Dafoe plays I've never a, seen it, brother. I got I to gotta pencil that motherfucker He in. plays a villain in that movie as like a counterfeiter. And uh, the guy from CSI is in it. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, he was in Joe a, Montana? No, it wasn't him. <laughs> but uh, Is he even in that shit, dude? I don't think so. Yeah, but uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Then uh, the guy I'm thinking of, he was also in Manhunter, which is a remake or the original film adaptation of Red Dragon. Oh, um, but yeah, also I liked him in uh, American Psycho. He plays the detective, yes. the detective yes. who uh, he does have very short screen time in that one, but he does yeah. a very good job. Uh, there's plenty of theories on like his interview technique in that that movie, so. There's only two that are jumping at me right now, but I love William Defoe, as I said earlier. He's fucking great, bro. Yeah. I I can't say that I've ever seen a bad movie with him, but I know I can for sure say that I've never seen a bad performance of him. Absolutely, bro. And I cannot wait for the day he gets that fucking well deserved Oscar, bro. Oh yeah. I, I know it's it's well overdue. He's so fucking mm-hmm. great, bro. Mm-hmm. I Willem Dafoe is so awesome, bro. Yeah. I, I I wish, dude, I could fucking honestly meet him and have a beer with him. Dude. Yeah, he feel like he'd be a good guy to have a beer with. Right? He's fucking great, bro. And then we're going to end it up with Charlotte Gainsbourg. I only have one. Like, yeah, I did mention Nymphomaniac, man. Mm. Like, I did not like the film, but she was fucking badass in it, dude. Okay. Because that, diff- that character she plays is fucking difficult to deal with. But if there's a movie I could say that you go out of your way and watch her for performance... It is a movie called 21 Grams. Mm, that's a good one. By Alejandro Añiritu, the same man that did Birdman. Yep. The same man that did The Revenant. The same man that did Amores Peros. Mm-hmm. The same man that did Babel. Are you getting my fucking drift? <laughs> if, if you're catching my drift, this fucking man makes nothing but quality films. Yes. So if you're going to go out of your way, check out 21 Grams. Although I will fucking say that this movie is a little difficult to get through because yeah. like, you need to watch... Literally every fucking second of this movie, because like, if you miss even fucking ten seconds of this movie, you're missing a lot. Yes. Because I remember when I watched the movie, dude. I'm not gonna get into the plot, but I remember when I watched the movie, dude. Uh, I was watching it. I had ordered a pizza, <laughs> and the fucking doorbell rang, and I got up to fucking. I didn't even pause it, bro. I fucking got up to get my pizza, 
And I thought I was only gone for like maybe, I don't know, fucking 20 seconds, 30. Yeah. And then I had missed a whole fucking massive like plot point that I said, fuck, dude, what did I miss, dude? <laughs> well, yeah, you that's know? also one of those movies too. It's kind of like Memento where the, the yes, timing is all yes, kind brother. of fucked up. It's like, I think it's kind of like backwards or like jumbled. And but the the cast in that one is great, right? You have Benicio del Toro, you got Sean yes. Penn. Yes, I mean, yes there's a lot yes. of Oscar actors in that one. Naomi Watts as well. Yes, Naomi Watts. Benicio del Toro is one of my favorite actors of all mm-hmm. time. And he kills it in that movie. He's Jack. Yeah, he's fucking great, mm-hmm. brother. So what do you say, brother? I think it's time we give it that overall ranking. Yeah, what do you man. say, man? Let's let's wrap it. this shit up, man. Wrap it so, up, man. So you want to go first or me, brother? Mm, let's have you go first. Sounds good, man. So overall, obviously, this fucking movie's crazy as fuck. <laughs> The last 30 to 45 minutes are fucking like I, I can't even fucking like put a word that fucking crazy is not a word that describes the entire movie. Yes. There's got to be something else, you know, absurd, <laughs> anarchy. I don't give a fuck. But I will say, man, this fucking movie was so beautifully shot. I cannot like explain else how fucking amazingly shot it was, man. This fucking movie like visually lo- is fucking stunning man as fucked up as it is in a horror film and whatever happens yeah, yep. you cannot forget how fucking visually it's made yeah it's fucking amazing i can't say enough about like like willem dafoe was great dude mm-hmm. as he always is yep but for me dude charlie gainsburg was fucking fantastic yeah. in this bro yeah she was so good in this and i'll also say that the sound editing i know people don't give a fuck about sound editing <laughs> but i do okay because i'm a movie buff yeah and sound editing goes a long way for me too the sound editing was fucking superb absolutely fucking like love this movie can i say i'm gonna rewatch it fuck no because it's so fucked up from what it happens <laughs> however i will say it is i will say i will recommend this fucking movie just for so that people can watch how fucked up it is man yeah so to give it a ranking man i'm gonna go fucking elite man an eight out of ten man God this is it. fucking eight out of ten mm-hmm. man I fucking, this movie is crazy as fuck. Yes. And I will go out of my way and always say that this movie should be watched. Yeah. And fucking cheers to Lars von Trier. I know he's a uh, fucking, and a director that has a lot of fucking controversy with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck. But this fucking movie was amazing, man. And cheers to you, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, once again, you know, we don't discuss our reviews beforehand, but I am also going to give this an eight. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this movie was a surprising movie for me. I have been meaning to watch it for the longest time. I finally got around to it. Man, this movie fucked me up. Yeah. It was, for the first hour and a half, it was like come, almost kind of like a different movie for me. But then that last fucking 40 minutes. The last minute, two chapters, huh? Yeah. 40, 50 minutes, man. It fucking throws you for a loop, dude. And it keeps you engaged. Yeah. Like you said, the... You know the camera work is great, amazing. Uh, bro. Yeah, there's only there's only two characters that we actually see. You know, Nick plays a smaller part, but yeah, we only ever see Willem Dafoe and uh, Charlotte Gainsbourg. Yeah, but every scene they're in is maximized to the greatest, right? Yes, it's shot well. You pick up amazingly on, well. Yeah, you pick you pick up on all the little subtleties. Um, this movie has a lot of disturbing content. Uh, it's not perfect. But, you know, it's it's one of those films where it's like, fuck. After you watch it, you just kind of sit there and you're like, fuck. And I, I can't I can't see that for a lot of films, even ones that I love. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, man, 8 out of 10. 
fucking nice, bro. It's an elite <laughs> range, man. Yeah. And dude, fuck. I don't give a fuck, dude. Like, uh, for for a horror film, for us to review this one, dude, I think it was like pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. You know? And there we go, man. An eight fucking out of ten. Jeez. Elite range for the both of us. Cheers, mm. brother. Let's get this last swig. Mm, How yeah. are you on your glass, by the way? It's my last sip right here. <sighs> Just like mine, brother. Mm. And we're going to wrap it up right there. So thank you, everybody, for fucking listening to us, man. We appreciate you so fucking much. We are so very fucking close to 1,000 downloads. Mm. I'm going to say that shit, man. 1,000 yeah. downloads, man. So yeah. thank you so very much for all of you for fucking listening, man. And I'm just going to say, remember to be kind to one another. We appreciate all of you. Much love to all of you. Cheers. Mwah. Peace. See you later. Thank you again for joining us to the very end. Please join us next week as we review our very first biopic. As we review Bronson, a film directed by Nicholas Winding. Watch Tom Hardy at his best and then join us for the discussion portion of the show. Love to all and bottom up.